Hello and welcome to Couch Church. I'm Reverend Cathy Redd and this is the first week of Advent. And today our reading comes from Isaiah 64 and commencing at verse 1. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. So, as I said, here we are at the beginning of Advent, and that reading I've just shared from Isaiah might seem like a a strange one to begin Advent especially in the first week where our theme is hope. It's kind of a grim reading. If you listen, it says, You were angry and we sinned. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us. It does seem like a strange kind of reading for Advent, but... Let's stick with it, this text from Isaiah chapter 64, and and see where it takes us. I want to focus on just one aspect of that passage from Isaiah, the question, God, why have you hidden from us? God, where are you? Advent gives us the chance to really think about how God interacts with humanity celebrating how God interacted with humanity in a very particular way 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem and looking ahead to new ways that God will interact with us in the future. And so Advent is a good time to ask questions like, where is God? Where is God in what's happening today? Believe it or not, an ancient text like Isaiah And let's remember, it's two and a half thousand years old. This ancient text can help us because the violence and the suffering that is in our world today is not new. It was also happening back when Isaiah lived. Things were very bad. 
to set the scene, it was about 600 years before Christ and the little kingdom of Judah had been invaded. Many of the Israelites were taken off into captivity far away in Babylon. Their city of Jerusalem was destroyed. The palace, the city walls, the temple, everything was gone. And the people despaired. Why was God hiding? God, where are you? They asked. Now, Isaiah was a prophet at this time and his job, his calling, was to reconnect the people and God. God, who they felt was hiding from them. Isaiah's job was to remind them that God was with them, that there was hope, but it might not be quite what the people were expecting from God. To emphasise this, Isaiah even used a name for God that was new to make the point that God might be different to what the people expected. It hadn't been used before this name. Isaiah called God Emmanuel. God with us is what that means. Emmanuel. God with us. These violent events that the Israelites were living through were not new even back in those days. The Old Testament tells us so many stories of battles in the Holy Land for centuries and centuries. Sometimes it was the Jewish people doing the attacking and sometimes it was others attacking the Jewish people. And that violence that began thousands of years ago continues today. Look at what's happening in the Holy Land right now. This is a war with such a complicated and long history. So much pain over so many years. When we look at what's happening in the Holy Land today, we might ask, why is God hiding? God, where are you? When we look at what's happening nearer to home, even in our own lives, we might ask, why is God hiding? Where are you? You know, as we approach Christmas, we will sing songs about how 2,000 years ago, God made it clear to us that he is with us. We will sing songs about God born as a baby in the small town of Bethlehem. How especially sad then that today Bethlehem and Gaza and so many more parts of the Holy Land are war zones. As we approach Christmas, we will sing, O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. If only there was stillness and peace in that place. I recently came across an alternative version of that carol, which brings home very powerfully what is happening in the Holy Land today. O West Bank town of Bethlehem, how still thy victims lie. The grieving weep, deprived of sleep, militiamen roam by. For through thy dark streets rageth the never-ending fight. Such hopes and fears, such bitter tears, are met in thee tonight. How violently, how violently the hope of peace is riven can God impart to these torn hearts the blessings of his heaven? 
Who now recalls his coming to this dark world of sin? Where harsh words still promote ill will, can Christ now enter in? O child once born in Bethlehem, draw near again, we pray. You died to win this world from sin, yet sin persists today. May we, like Christmas angels, announce Emmanuel, till all are given a glimpse of heaven and not a taste of hell. There is much despair and pain in the world right now, some far away on the other side of the world, some close at hand. And so we may find ourselves asking, why is God hiding? In this Advent time, as we head toward Christmas, it is a time to remember the hope we have. Emmanuel, God is with us. To go back to our Isaiah reading, to those Israelites who were despairing, they had been defeated in battle and surely, they thought, that meant God was hiding. But Isaiah wanted to remind them, to proclaim to them that God was with them, but in a different way than they expected. They wanted God to give them victory in battle. Isaiah said, God is not a mascot for winning wars. God is not necessarily going to fix a situation the way you want it fixed. God is in the business of transforming people so that they see and respond to their situation differently. Isaiah talked about God as the potter and the Israelites as the clay. God was not about battles and wars and fixing particular situations. God was going to remake the people to change them and transform them. This is something we need to be reminded of again and again. Many times in our life, it feels like God is hiding because we want God to change a situation. God is here, not hiding. God is with us waiting and wanting to do something, to change us. It might not be what we expected. God is the potter, we are the clay. God is in the business of transforming us so that we see our situation differently, so we respond differently. That poem I shared earlier asked, Can God impart to these torn hearts the blessings of his heaven? The answer is yes. God can impart blessings to torn and broken hearts. And we are one of the ways God does that. God often doesn't work the way we expect. We might want God to change a particular situation to make it go away. God longs to change you instead. God calls you and me to be changed right here in whatever is going on in our lives. I don't know what situations are in your life right now that you wish maybe God would take them away. And perhaps God will change a particular situation. But God always asks us to change as well, to let him be the potter and us to be the clay.
So know that even if things seem desperate, God is with you. God longs to change you so that you will see your situation differently, respond differently. In this season of Advent, I urge you to be open to allow God to change you. Because when God works in us, the world changes. So, as the poem said, may we, like Christmas angels, announce Emmanuel till all are given a glimpse of heaven. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen.